0: Welcome to Forging the Journey, where we discuss all the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and running a business. My name is Greg Davis.
1: And I'm Jared Dobb.
0: We're going to get started here.
1: Yeah, man. I'm excited to get into the regular episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We get to kind of show people what our kind of typical phone calls would normally turn into. Right. Um, Yeah. And
1: uh, I think the I think that's going to help show the authenticity of it. And every week we're learning something. I think you would agree with that. And yeah, sure. that's these phone calls are where you and I bounce back and forth with all of those different things rolling around in our head. And I think it helps me get clarity. So hopefully it helps other people as well.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I don't really have a problem with us, you know, having you know, maybe certain topics we're going to hit on, especially if there's things that, uh, you know, that our listeners would want to hear. But for the most part... I kind of want this just to be just kind of a weekly thing because it's going to kind of give people an idea of what just normal weeks and months and years look like in,
1: right. and in the life of running a business. It's crazy because you can plan. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think as as this grows, people are going to offer you know suggestions that they want to hear us talk about. But our weeks are just like that. They're planned out, but then it It often feels like you get curveballs thrown at you from all directions as you're running your business, and that's going to influence what we talk about every single week
0: well and and that's that's kind of a good good place to you know maybe start and take this is is how do you because I'm the same way where I have my week pretty much planned out you know the major things I need to do you know if I have appointments or if i have um just, you know, certain things I need to do. But but then it seems like, you know, I'm really easy to get sidetracked onto uh, on a different, you know, especially if I'm out in my shop, um, I, you know, just there's all these things all around me that needs to get done. Right. And And I might have in my head, okay, I need to sit down today and I need to get some engineering done. But then next thing I know, I'm building neomags or i'm um, cleaning my shop or something you know i see hey i could use a bookshelf over there and the next thing i know i'm over at lowe's and i'm buying a right you know like <laughs> yeah i, hear I
1: you,
0: do man. tend <clears throat> i do tend to be kind of scatterbrained so that's you know i know it's important for me to keep lists and keep tasks and i have a whiteboard in my shop and i i keep things on my phone um you know how to check off but
1: is that a struggle for you what's that you
0: know what do you do to keep yourself on task?
1: Yeah, I so it's crazy. And and I think this is this is normal. You wear so many different hats as a business owner and you've got to do so many different tasks and it's really hard to find any clarity around what is the most important thing. And what helped me I read this book called The One Thing and it's kind of ironic cuz this is what this book's all about. But so yeah, I have lists as well. And every day and every evening before I leave my list gets completed you know with what i've done and what i need to do but the difference is i look at that you know like what like the book says you look at the one thing that is going to have the most impact on your day and so that's how i i weigh out what i'm going to do so for me my role now is sales and marketing so i need to make sure that for for me the one thing everything that i'm doing is somehow resulting in us making money for the company, if that makes sense. And, and so I balance that. Now there's always going to be questions from the guys in the shop. Uh, There's always something that comes up. The phone can ring, a customer can call. So you, you don't have complete control over that. But for me on my list, it's helped me out. The one thing that I need to do that day is always written in red. And to me, that is my main focus. And I will block out time in the day to make that happen. Um, so that's just, but I'm scatterbrained as well, man. I I can, I can totally relate with that. I'm not perfect, yeah. but there are days that that helps me out a lot.
0: Yeah, that, that, it's a good idea to have you know certain uh, something my wife would do uh, is you know put use t- use different color ink for importance on things and right, and, um, and that may not work that,
1: for everybody. Who, who knows? I mean, everybody is different.
0: Right, but I think it's good to have. It's good to try different things because I don't. It, at least for myself. I, there's there are certain things, and this is this is one of those areas where I've had to to make it a point to try things that are outside of what I want to do. You know, I right. I hate lists. I don't. You know, I feel like there's there's this. There's all these things telling me what to do, and yep. and part of me wants to, you know, you know, kind of rebel against that, or so, <laughs> so to I hear you, you know, to, to do a list. Well, to take the time to make a list, I don't even want to do that, you know, and you know, let alone get super purposeful with that list and use different color rank or, or you know, whatever. Um, just kind of goes against what I want to do. But if there's one thing I've found, especially you know, like I said, since we wear so many hats, if there's one thing I've found, is that time management is everything when it comes to you know, <clears throat> when it comes running a business. I'm, <clears throat> honestly, it's like that with anything.
1: Right. Um, no, it, it's a daily struggle. Family.
0: Yeah, but it's and so I, I've I've really tried to find. I know for me, routine. I I, I like routine. I like. Okay, first thing I do in the morning is pack orders. Then I prep and get things ready for the next day's orders. And then, then you know, then I handle things, or, you know, throughout the day. You know, I, I like to try to have, you know, I like to try to find some kind of routine. And I will say that that, that is one thing that I thought before I went full time, I thought was going to come easy. I, I, I thought, uh, man, I'm going to have all day long, every day just to do whatever I need to do. This is going to be great right and and it's turned into being one of the biggest struggles it um and so yeah, that's really been it's it's been something that i that I know is probably the, the most important thing because if i don't if I don't watch my time, then the day's just gone, and then I realize I didn't get what I needed to get done and if you do that day after day,
1: week after week, then it you're gets you be behind in big trouble, yeah. yeah man i I can can point to so many examples where this happened to me, where even last year I was still handling all the shipments and still doing the sales marketing, doing some of the process, things like that. And it was really easy for me to focus on a certain part of the task and in my mind tell myself, man, this is the most important thing. But then at the end of the day, realize that, oh, because I focused on I don't know, let's say boxing targets ahead of time. I wasn't able to contact that department that wanted me to reach out to them. And I didn't make that sale that day. So it's always kind of a balancing act. And each different aspect is arguably equally important, but they're equally important at different times, if that makes sense. And it's funny because going back to what you said about hating lists, I hate lists too. And it really stresses me out sometimes using lists and so i try to keep the lists concise and i think that's very important too because if you yeah. have 500 things on your list sometimes you can just get yourself into the habit of oh i'm making a list i'm doing a good job you know what i mean and you may not actually be effective at planning off of that list so short concise putting the most important things up top that helps me out and again nobody's perfect but
0: well and this is i think we're like we're kind of talking very low level baby step as far as as, as processes, system processes. I was right. I was listening to uh, to another podcast um, just where they're going through all these different types of of system uh, processes for all different kinds of things. I mean, for HR, for uh, for for writing invoices, for just like they have processes for all these different things, which I. I totally understand. I'm not, you know, there's two of us that work here and really I'm, you know, I, I do most of this stuff, so I don't, it would kill me to try to come up with with actual processes for all these things. But, um, I, I think, I, I think at some point, you know, you, you kind of realize what is the most, most important things or, 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 or the most, or the things you do most often and maybe, um, you're, you're trying to learn more about, you know, how do I make this into, a, you know, more of a process instead of just a scatterbrained,
1: oh, I got to do this, and, and,
0: and just drop whatever you're doing and do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: the uh, the awakening for me, when I really noticed that we needed more, more concise processes and more organization, was as you start bringing people in. different steps and different processes for example when we got mark on board to manage all of our shipments and handle all the shipping i realized very quickly training him that all of this stuff was just in my brain and i never wrote down what package goes with what i didn't have any way to clearly and quickly communicate that and so the training process in some steps was was i'm going to call it painful it wasn't painful Marks a legit dude, and he does a really good job with shipping. But it was not as efficient as it could have been because we didn't have that um, that structure in place. And yeah. I, I don't think it's realistic to expect that you start your business and then all of a sudden you've got these things in place. And I think that there's value in stumbling through a little bit of this, and what I call face planting your way through a little bit. I mean, if you <laughs> yeah. if you know how to do it, yes, it's going to help you out, but that struggle is part of the growth in figuring out your business. Wouldn't you kind of agree to that?
0: Absolutely. And that's, and you you talk about Mark and,
1: and when you're training him to do
0: things, I think about, uh, you know, I brought Dusty on and started kind of training him, him with things. It's, um, I definitely, you know, that there's, there were certain little things that I wanted done a certain way, but for the most part, I kind of wanted Dusty to figure out on his own what's, what's going to be the best way for him to do things, how his brain wants to do things. And, and so, um, I was pretty willing just to step back and say, here's the end goal. Here's some of the little things in that process I need to get done. Other than that, if you want to rearrange this part of the shop that that you're going to be spending your time in, do it. I'll, I'll go get whatever you need. Um, you know, whatever's going to make you the most efficient, um, then I want to help you do that. And now if, if there was something that I saw that was, that, that, that was obvious to me that I didn't like or whatever, then, then I would step in. Right. Um, but it's been, but that also allowed me to kind of step back. Cause that's a whole reason why you have a dusty era mark is so you can step back and just let someone else do that. Yeah. Do that job. And so, um, I was also willing to step back and let them figure out the best way for their you know for them to do it, and then back them up with it and say if you need something,
1: just you know just let me know and that's that's one of the coolest parts is watching somebody take ownership of that role and in mark's position specifically, I'm just talking about him because we he came up in the conversation, but all of the guys that are working here um each one plays a critical role, but mark has the most recent example we pretty much laid it out the same way i i said hey here's the here's the roles that you have here's your job description what you need to do and there's certain things that we can't compromise and obviously one of them is making sure that the package gets to the customer intact but the other one it's details like writing the hand note and all of that stuff stuff that i used to do that to me is so valuable to the customer. And as we're growing out our team, keeping those, um, those values intact. And, you know, I, I think there's value in writing this stuff down in having those lists and having the structures and having the goals for the company so that as you hire people and delegate, because ultimately as a business owner, you have to, you can't do everything forever. It just, it'll kill you. Um, but maintaining that, that structure, that, Um, those roles that you had in place yeah and that's
0: and there's been a couple times where i guess there's been one main time i could think about actually where um where i thought that 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 me and dusty but mostly for him and for his job um just that we needed to sit down and come up with a little bit more of a clear-cut um or goals for what? What I would like for him to accomplish each day or each week. Um, I've been I've had jobs where I've been micromanaged to death. Yeah, that and that sucks. And so I've been very conscious not to micromanage, um, but I also don't want to be so distant. Um, so I feel like so far I've done a pretty good job of of letting him do what needs to get done, but also be keeping an eye on things and, and, and just ask myself, is he doing what I think he could be doing? Um, is he accomplishing what I think he has the ability to accomplish? And so that, you know, there's been once or twice where I've sat down and said, okay, what do you, what do you think are reasonable daily goals for building Neo Mags or, you know, for, you know, for different tasks that I have him do. Um and then, you know, there's there's been times where he's thought that he could do more than what maybe I thought he could do, or there's been times where I I felt like I could push him to, uh, to do more. Um and that's something I'm constantly asking myself too, is you know, what can I I do better and so it's um I feel like it's like it, it you know, so far it, it's kind of a constant thing of just kind of assessing and reassessing and yeah um you know just the whole process of the and the old i think or go ahead no it, it just last thing i, I was going to kind of say on this is like um as you come up with processes for things it, it, it kind of goes back to kind of you had said something that just kind of reminded me about this is when you make lists and when you come up with the which a list you're basically making a process um is don't don't micro process things, you know. If you got if you need to package orders, you aren't gonna you, on that list. You aren't gonna say fold box, you know. Right. Wrap <laughs> target, print label. You know, it's gonna be package and ship. You know, um, you know. So I think you know. You just also have to be kind of conscious of what you are. Of what you're doing is, especially if, you know, if you have employees, if you give them a list of 50 points for something that that you could have given them one, you know, one point for that, uh, then you just have to be aware of that too.
1: Yeah, it's easy to overcomplicate things. It really is, and it, it's not. I mean, that's kind of the whole basis of this podcast is shedding light on the fact that it is complicated running a business but at the same time, wouldn't you agree that I think it's easy to overthink it at yeah. times? And and-, yeah. and, and I feel like I'm usually, I'm usually ask. I feel like I'm usually
0: always asking myself, am I not thinking about this enough? You know, I, I feel like it, I feel like I'm constantly pushing myself to overthink things. Um, I, I second guess, am I, is there something I'm missing? Is there something that I'm, and a lot of times just, that's you know, that's that's when I call you and, and bring things up and just kinda of see what you guys are doing or or I have other friends uh you know they own businesses that I ask these questions to and just to kinda of, you know see if I'm if I'm being unreasonable or not.
1: Right. Yeah, and it it's important to do that. And I that's why I've enjoyed our conversations because it really does at least make me pause and step back and think about potentially what I'm doing I might think that I have the most clear-cut strategy plan that I'm I'm really focusing on the one most important thing then I might talk to you or one of my other um, good friends that I rely on and really get get off the phone with you or whoever else and be like man I I don't know (laughs) maybe I am a little bit maybe I need to refocus on something a little bit different because there, there are so many tasks and so many different things to do. But the other thing that I thought was, was valuable to put out there is with that micromanaging and with the strategy, the lists, and having people come on board, I think if the ultimate goal, and I just wanted to touch on this for a second, is growth of the company. You also want growth of your team. You know, you you want Dusty to grow in what he's doing and and um, refine his tasks and learn more and be able to achieve more. And I want Mark to do the same thing. And anybody else would bring on the same page. So we want right. to we want to create a foundation in this business that is going to cater to that, not inhibit. And I think if, like you said, you had experiences with micromanaging and and people that might have taken those lists too far. And or even breaking it down into too many steps, we definitely don't want to do that, and we definitely don't want to be super relaxed to the point where there is no guidance or accountability. And yeah, I I feel like a lot of companies throw that out of balance because it's really easy to do. I'm not saying we're perfect, but one of the things we're really conscious about over here at TA Targets is, of course, we want to have a successful business, and that doesn't necessarily mean being the biggest. Um, but it, it it does mean being the best in the field that we're in, and we want to create an environment for our the guys working with us that they have an opportunity to grow, that they have an opportunity to achieve, that they're not in a position that just has them in a wall. And as we've found, people you know getting caught up, becoming more efficient, and having free time, channeling those skill sets. Into other avenues that are going to result in that one thing, or gonna help drive that most important thing that we're working on together. Um, so I don't know. That's I, that's something that I don't think it's talked about or thought yeah. about enough.
0: Yeah, when this I feel like this this could easily transition over to and this is probably probably a whole nother podcast. Honestly, something I know I'm I'm probably not even qualified to give a lot of <clears throat> of advice on, but it rolls over into who you hire because obviously there's there's certain people that that you are gonna have to hold their hand and micromanage and you know and finding somebody that that you could just trust to to just work and get things done uh, is a difficult thing these days and so it also I also realize that there's probably people listening that are like man I you know I wish that I could just show my employee here's here's a finished product do what needs to be done um and i've been very grateful and thankful for you know for dusty and just because he's the type of guy that that doesn't need micromanage you now he needs he needs some some guidance but who doesn't yeah i know i do for sure uh, and that's
1: and honestly he kind of helps me with that sometimes too so um so yeah and I think if you can have that relationship where it's not just a boss down mentality, you know, not just the head of the company looking down, if you can build that relationship from the ground up to where everybody's pushing in the same direction and everybody has the same values and, and believes the same things and has the same amount of drive and sets the expectations high for everybody, I I really think that that sets businesses apart. And oh, I, for sure. I, I think we've uh, done well with, for the most part, here at TA Targets. Well I think that's I I've heard quotes like this
0: before where you know if you hire somebody that's working for the paycheck they're never going to be happy they're never going to really do their job that well if 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 they're chasing money if you can hire somebody who who believes in in the vision and believes in in what you're doing then they're going to work then the money is, you know, obviously we all need the money to live. And, and, and I'm not saying that's not an important factor, but, right. um, you know, finding finding somebody and allowing them to have uh, some say and allowing them to, you know, you, know, you, know, you know, kind of maybe help cast the vision. Um, they can even be small visions. You don't have to, you know, let your employee cast a five-year plan for your business, but Um, you know, start small and, and, you know, let them take some ownership. I know in past jobs, that's, that's, that's made the difference for me between, uh, you know, being happy at a job and not. I've taken, I've passed on jobs where I was going to make more um, before to stay at a job where I felt like I had, I had say, and I had, you have some ownership there,
1: so. Yeah, and if if you can have that and build that camaraderie, to me that's vital too. Because I, I mean, let's be honest. I don't. I didn't get into TA targets, and we aren't building this business. You know what? I don't know how to say it, how I want to say it. But we're in this to do something different, to have a different outlook on our career, something that we're excited about, something that we be, get to build that team. And working the previous jobs that I worked at where I've, I've been micromanaged, I've had bosses who didn't understand the balance of that, that kind of relationship, didn't create an environment of buy-in among the employees. We want to do things a little different here. And that, that really gets me excited. That drives me forward to think that I get to have a direct impact in that every single day. And the yeah, other days that I royally screw that up. Um, where I might, you know, be in a bad attitude or or just be down about things or whatever, but you know, we we get to have a direct influence on the outcome of not just the company but the people working with us, and that's so incredible when you think about that and you step back, and it's kind of daunting at the same time. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking I I, I can't wait to
0: to come back in a few years maybe and, and listen to this because. I'm a three-year-old company with, and I've hired one person before. Yeah. yeah. And I feel, that's that's what I was saying before. I, I feel like I don't have a whole, a whole lot of real uh, input on this because I'm pretty new you know, uh, to this part of the thing. I, you know, I, I, I obviously have a vision of what, of what, you know, have an employee and you know, stuff like that looks like. So I'm looking forward to, um, you know, to kind of seeing how, you know, just how all well this holds up in, in, in years to come.
1: So, oh, and I'm sure, every, I'm sure things will change. And that's, that's a point that neither you or I would ever tell people that you're just going to get into this and then run the same path and do the same thing, and it's going to work all the time. The processes, I mean, you're talking about lists and structures, are going to change throughout the years. And as you delegate tasks and people are taking over more of that, it's going to change. Job descriptions might change and and roles and responsibilities might drastically change throughout the years. I mean, just looking at you buying that CNC machine, that adds a whole different process. But throughout the years, depending on how you take that, whoever fills that role in at some point, their job description might look totally different than what yours on that machine currently looks like. And just being able to be adaptive to that is so critical. Um, because I, I don't, I don't know about you, but it's easy for me to think that, I don't know, I, not that I know it all. Cause I don't, I don't feel like I'm a person that usually would, I, I would never say that I know it all, but it's easy to be confident sometimes, falsely confident in what we believe is going to work. And then you find out that you, it didn't work. So now you need to adapt. All right. But, so what's the rest of your, uh,
0: so we're, this was a week after after Black Friday and Thanksgiving and everything. How's how did your uh how did Black Friday go? This is your first Black Friday sale that you guys have done.
1: Yeah, I think it I think it has I don't even think we did one last year. I don't remember, but
0: yeah, yeah I thought you it, said you, this was the first one you done. It was
1: wild. I I mean it was funny cuz Mark came in and yesterday like 10 times he's like giving me high fives and he's like man you got the best shipping guy ever just you know jokingly but yeah so i mean every day we're just shipping so much stuff out and yesterday mark completed 32 orders and that may not sound like a lot to a lot of people and it's funny we've talked about this before i think people think our company is so huge sometimes but when you think about that 32 orders that most of those orders had multiple target systems in them. And the smallest box we use is 24 inches by 24 inches by six inches tall. Our average weight for shipments is about 55 pounds each box. (laughs) And we have a 4,000 square foot shipping area. And that was literally full from those 32 orders yesterday. And I don't know how the FedEx guy got them into his truck, but he did every single one. So it's, Oh man, I remember last year, um, certain times throughout the year, and this is our busy season whether there's a sale or not, but I remember getting high order volumes and just being so stressed out and running like crazy trying to keep up, and I'm still trying to manage phone calls and emails, and now this year we have Mark, and that is such a weight lifted off my shoulders because I got to interact with customers the whole time. I got to create content, media, Instagram posts, rather than be so consumed with shipping the products, which is important, but at the same time takes away from other things. So yeah, I mean it was right. it's been great. Yeah. And it having Mark here is priceless. So I'm I'm very thankful for that. And how awesome. how was everything for you? I know you guys were going nuts.
0: Yeah, it's uh <clears throat> so I have done sales the last couple of years, but I think I can't remember what I did two years ago. I think I did same as last year. So last year I just did Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I did a four four day, did Black Friday to Cyber Monday, um, and um, which was great. I mean, those years went went awesome, went bonkers, and, uh, and so this year I thought I'd I'd try something different for the for, for the fun of it. So I did a week long sale. I did from the Monday before Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday, so seven day sale. And uh I think the thing you know, I, I, I haven't really had had time to sit down and study the numbers and, and all that stuff, but I think um you know, like I glanced at Black Friday and compared it to last year. <clears throat> I think black I think last year's Black Friday was a was a bigger day, but um you know, this time I I, I let people have more time. Um and overall the seven days was was quite a bit bigger than what the four day sale was, and I think the biggest thing that I'm suspecting is I gave more time for just um, typical website traffic, right to uh, to find the sale. You know, I think the people that follow on social media and stuff, they were the people that bought were probably going to buy whether it was a four day or seven day sale, right? Um, but it gave more time, uh, it just for. The average traffic to find it but uh now we we had i think we averaged about I don't know, 70 to 100 orders a day and that's crazy um, which is crazy and it's uh but it's awesome i, mean, I think I, I think like the sunday we had maybe 50 but then like the big days we had over 100 um and, and it's just awesome uh, it, it, one of the most fun things that we did was, uh, is I had uh, some black multicam Cerakote ones made and I would release 10 of them every day. at The same time I, I'd put 10 up on the website and I'd usually give like an hour warning. Hey, you know, there's going to be heading, uh, the, heading to the website every day. They sold out in about 10, 15 minutes, they're just gone. That's and crazy. People were freezing up the website. I had I, people all ticked off of me because the website was uh, was freezing and and they couldn't finish their checkout process. And by the time they refreshed the website, it was it was gone. Um, which I've I've been into. I, I, I used to collect patches and stuff, and and you know some of those would be like that, where that were in minutes, they'd be gone, and, and you would get. Cart sniped is what you call it, mm-hmm. um, and so as so, it, it much as I know how much that that sucks, and I kind of sympathize with those customers at the time. At the same time, I was I just I thought it was so fun just to have something um, go up that that people were super excited about because when something was kind of rare to get, um, when people did get them, like I would I would get DMs and and messages and stuff saying just people so excited about that they got one. Um, yeah, that's yeah, so, that was so a lot much of fun. fun.
1: Yeah. It's fun to uh, keep yeah. it interesting and engaging with the customer. And I think if you do these sales right, you do these promotional things right, it can help build the community around around the product and the company. And, and for us, yeah, oftentimes I don't really like sales. And when you get down to the bottom of it, sales take away from potential income for the company so you have to always weigh that but also even more than that because typically if you have a sale you have higher sales volume so it kind of offsets a little bit Yeah. but at the same time a balancing act and I feel like you could relate with this where I don't want to be I guess I guess I'm essentially justifying why we don't do a lot of sales here with this sentence but I don't I don't want TA targets to be First of all, pushy company that is always sending you emails and trying to get you to impulse buy. Right. We want to cater to people who understand what they need and understand the differences between our targets. Because ultimately, if our marketing's done well, we've communicated well how things are different with TA targets versus other companies. And so people, and that's why people buy all the time from us, even after sales, directly after um, directly before because there's so much value in what we've been doing i know it's the same with you guys whether you get it on sale or full price you're getting something that is has so much more value than the competition and, and because of that you know we're, we're just trying to do it a little different but i i thought that was cool with what you did with the the black multicam neomags and the and that little i'll call it a game kind of you know you had them up yeah. for just a certain amount of time I was, it was almost like doing,
0: you know, doing a doorbuster every day. You know, you know, Best Buy puts ten TVs out for fifty bucks or something. You know. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, yeah, so I still have my shop's a, a complete disaster with orders that still need to get <clears throat> get built and shipped and and stuff. But uh, yeah, um, it, it's I agree with what you're saying though. It's just it, it's a balance. because we don't we don't really ever do sales either um and that's for a few reasons one because i don't because we have quite a few dealers and and i kind of want to leave that up to the dealers to do i don't want to be undercutting my dealers um so i think we do two sales a year i think we did one around labor day um and then like the black friday one um and I think the way that my customers kind of look at it <clears throat> is that it's kind of a special treat type of thing. Like, you know, here's a chance to pick up your second one or here's a chance to pick some up. It, which, which, honestly, I feel like most, most of my orders are, which I can go back and look at the at the stats, uh, a good percentage of them are repeat customers. And it's people either picking up a second one for themselves, picking up a couple more as as gifts. It's a way... Um I truly look at it as a way to give back to my customers is to give them an, you know, one or two opportunities a year to pick one up that person uh you know, for discounted price and uh yeah, so I look forward to it just because of that that's how I look at it. I don't I don't necessarily look at it as as here's an opportunity to quadruple my sales and get back in the black, which is kinda of where Black Friday came from is for companies to get out of the red right. and get back into the black. And I, I really don't look at it that way. I look at it as a way to, to get back to my customers right. a couple times a year.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think if you look at it that way and you approach it that way and you communicate it that way, you know, I, uh, you can tell, you, you can tell what, how companies are handling the sale and which ones are setting themselves apart. I mean, we see the massive chains that are just simply trying to get people to impulsively buy stuff and, Neither you or I would want to see people recklessly buying our products in a way that's putting them into debt or, you know, breaking them financially. I don't want to see people doing that, but I do, you know, I, I know for a fact because I was watching our stats coming through that we had tons of people, repeat customers coming back and saving 20% on their target systems, and that's a big deal, man. That's That's huge on these targets because it's an investment. Yeah, it really is. And it went really well. I was really excited as we started seeing people get amped up because we also did a week long sale. And I kind of did that because I heard you talking about it. Because typically we did a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We bumped it out Monday to Monday like you did. And it definitely amped up toward the end over this past weekend it got crazy a couple times i was looking at it and just watching every couple minutes there were just orders sometimes coming in and it was just awesome i it, it's so cool how things have changed so much in such a short period of time to where i remember back in the late part of 2015 2016 i very clearly remember i still i still know the guy's name and i know the company that he owns but the first order that came through on our website <clears throat> And it's just crazy. It It's crazy how fast things move, but how slow it feels sometimes.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, so one thing, you know, me and Dusty were up to our next and orders and writing thank you cards yesterday. And one of the things that I think Dusty said is, could you imagine if this is what every week was like? And we just kind of started dreaming just about what business would be like, where would we be at? you know, you know what other people would we would we wanna to hire to do do certain tasks and and really it turned into you know we would need right four times the space we would need you know dusty would turn into into like a manager for a department of a couple people that are right building stuff and um and yeah it just it turned into like a six employee four thousand square foot business if yeah things went that way, Man,
1: that's so cool though, and you have to think that big, you have to have that big picture thought,
0: and, and and I've kind of been obsessed with that thought ever since, I'm like, all right, what, what would it take to get the business to that size, because, because I'll be honest, that is kind of my dream goal, like, I don't want to be, you know, a big corporation, a big, you know, A big thing my goal is to i would love to be a i don't know five six employee four thousand square foot shop business that's that would be my happy space and so um you know kind of getting a taste of what of what that what that feels like because because i'll be honest me and dusty have spent the last well i mean we've been building stuff all year long and kind of putting it in, in boxes um and, and stocking up for this week. So technically, we've we've been working on it all year, right. but but really, we've been strapping down the last two three weeks to prepare for this for this week. And 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 there's no the there's no way that we could we could continually put that kind of time in. Um, so just thinking about what it would be like to get to that point. And so I've kind of been obsessed with that thought um, and seeing. I know it was a week sale as a special event to pull that kind of business in of what that's what we would need to get to my goal but we got a taste of it um and i'll be honest three years ago if you would have told me what you know where we'd be now and 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 the type of sales that we would have um this week i would have laughed at you and so yeah same here i definitely i definitely don't definitely don't roll anything out and uh if anything, it's given me a little bit more fuel to, um, you know, to where I'm not just dreaming about that being a goal. That's that's where I plan on getting to, and so just putting processes. We're going to go back to the beginning. You know, putting processes in place um, and setting setting steps. I'm, I'm not even going it. I'm not even going to call them goals. There's steps that I want to take that I think we need to get to to get to that point. Um, So it's it's exciting. I feel like this is kind of – I I feel encouraged, um, which this is kind of another topic I was going to get on. We're we're about 45 minutes now, so I'm not going to bring it up now. But just something um, that I was thinking about that we'd get to today is just this is such a high right now. And we're going to be heading into a low, um, uh, and just, you know, how to, you know, how do you, how do we stay
1: positive and
0: encouraged through that time? Because, uh, you know, we're going to be kind of heading into a slow season here.
1: But, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I think, I think we should hit that topic next episode. Yeah. I think that and, we should hone in on that because I feel the same way, man, I, I never would have expected to to be where we're at to see the kind of sales and you know i don't i don't run numbers past a lot of people um, but there's a a small group of people i would talk with you or i'd talk with obviously my business partners family direct people (laughs) who are mentors in in my business and what we're doing but when i when i saw you know the the uh the, one of the defining moments for me of, oh, man, I do have a, a business that is successful and it is growing rapidly, statistically much faster than um, most startups was when I sat down with a guy who ran a, um, who was in charge of a, I don't know, it was, a, it was a, a company that their revenue was tens of millions of dollars a year. Right. And I showed him my sales charts and his eyes got big. And he's like, "Holy cow, you've got something really good going on here." And when I when I had a guy like that that I truly respected, and he looked me in the face and said, "Look, here's the deal: you're going through highs and you're going through lows, and sometimes those lows feel like they're just capturing you. But trust me, what you have here is something big." And so it, I want to hit that next episode because I yeah, I would definitely talk it, about that because it's because we're not even just heading into
0: a season of highs and lows, but just as business owners, um, it's, it's all, I feel like it's all highs and lows and just, yeah, it's I, a I, roller coaster. I, I love to, yeah, I'd love to, you know, kind of dig into that a little bit more of what's, of how do you deal with that and what causes those things for you? So yeah, well, well, I think this might be a good place to leave off and, uh, I agree. And, and we can pick up with that next week.
1: So, yeah, uh, for everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, send us ideas or comments, questions, whatever, to forgingthejourney at gmail.com. Um, Greg, did you have anything else to add before we sign off today?
0: Let's just, uh, it,
1: people can reach me
0: uh, Instagram, Facebook, and the website is theneomag.com. Uh, and my Instagram
1: and Facebook is also theneomag. Yeah.
0: Uh, and so, yeah, you can reach out to me there. Great. How about you?
1: Where they find you? Yeah, you guys can find me um, on TA Targets. The website's TATargets.com. Um, you can, again, email us. You can hit any of us up. I mean, if you don't remember my contact info, shoot Greg an email and he'll he'll forward it on to me. But, yeah, if you guys want to reach out and have conversations, please do. We really want to encourage that and hope that you guys take that initiative to become engaged in this community that we're going to build around forging, forging the journey. But, yeah, I, I think it's a good place to sign off.
0: Uh, one so, more thing. Okay. Lastly, if... Uh, wherever you're listening to us on whether it's iTunes or Spotify or I put this up just about everywhere I could find if you can give us a rating if you can yep, give us a review for sure uh, that would you know, you know that'd really help us out um, uh, you know we're pretty new with this podcasting thing but I know that one of the things that makes a big difference is, is getting feedback and getting some ratings so if you like us give us a good rating if you hate us give us a bad rating but, uh, yeah, yeah man cool let's uh We'll sign up here, we'll pick up next week. Have an awesome week, and yeah, I'll talk to you.
1: You'll do, man. Take care.